is Therapist Tierra, and it's good to see you today. Come on in. <laughs> Let's check in. So last week we talked about Ray Charles and the symptoms he experienced due to him witnessing um, his little brother drown. The week before that, we talked about the adverse childhood experiences. And oh, did you ever get a chance to take the free ACs quiz? Remember, it was to see how you scored on your own adverse childhood experiences. You know, we're trailblazing right along with this topic of trauma, and I am so proud of you for sticking it out. One of the toughest things, though, for me, is to see a child that's been traumatized, especially when their response is laced in anger. Now, I've worked with some adolescents who were traumatized, and their response to that hurt was to display aggression towards pretty much anyone that was weaker than them. I've seen kids who've been traumatized and punched walls in devastation because of one of their parents not having their back. You've more than likely heard this before. Hurt people hurt people. And that's a fact. Today's session is going to be raw and I'm going to ask you to hold my hand through the process. It's going to take about three sessions for us to break down trauma on three different levels. I'd like to encourage you to stick it out with me. Now let's talk. Researching content for this session, I stumbled across information provided by a residential treatment facility. It's called Promises Behavioral Health. Now, yes, I have worked within the walls of not one, but two residential treatment facilities. And I'm going to tell you, it's not for the light at heart. Those environments can be really tough at times. And when reading the content on their page, I was like, oh my gosh, these cats literally took the information right out of my mouth that I would have shared with you. So in breaking it down, I'm going to give you the two-piece combo, anger and trauma, what they can do to a child. So the site, it said, angry, aggressive, and abusive adults demonstrate disregard for the emotional, psychological, and physical boundaries of others. Children exposed to such behavior learn that anger and aggression can be used in relationships to communicate, establish dominance, exert control, solve problems, and resolve conflict. Another source of anger for adults who were abused as children in a deep sense of betrayal and abandonment experience um, during childhood, uh, these children can look at significant adults in their lives for protective nurturance. Now, frustration is normal, and it is a normal response to having unmet dependency needs. Chronic frustration, as in situations of prolonged or frequent abuse, will typically develop into chronic anger. Now, additionally, revenge fantasies often fuel chronic anger management problems for victims of childhood abuse. Revenge fantasies also play a significant role in anger problems related to abuse situations later on in life. Hurt people hurt people. 
This instance of hurt was oh so prevalent in the case of Michelle Blair. She admitted to killing her 13-year-old daughter, Stoney Ann Blair, and her nine-year-old son, Stephen Gage Berry. Remember their names. Michelle angrily described why she killed two of her children. They were allegedly sexually abusing a younger sibling. So Michelle did not just kill them. She tortured them first. She stated that she killed her nine-year-old son, Stephen, first. And then when he died, she placed him in a deep freezer in the living room. And so every day, the other children within the home had to walk past this deep freezer with their sibling lying in it. Within nine months, his older sister, 13-year-old Stoney, she too was accused of molesting a younger sibling. Michelle tortured her and then murdered her and placed Stoney in the deep freezer right on top of Stephen. Michelle, Michelle was later evicted from the residence and it was the cleanup crew that discovered their bodies in the deep freezer. So in an interview completed by True Crime Daily, Michelle shared that she too had been sexually abused as a child. When she told her mother there was no action taken, her mother's lack of action created a ripple effect. The ripples turned into rage and you can hear it and even see it on Michelle's face during this interview that that anger is still alive and well in her veins. You know, I feel like it's one thing for me to give you a perspective, but in listening to her words and listening to the words that came out of Michelle's mouth is laced with the original unhealed hurt based upon her own perspective of her mother's lack of action. Let's take a moment to listen together. Can you talk me through the the type of abuse that you had to suffer as a kid? You mean sexual abuse? If that's what happened? That definitely did happen to me. That's why I know exactly how I would have grew up. I told my mother what happened to me. And the only thing she said was, it's over with you want me to do about it? Fuck me what I want you to do. You get what I'm saying? So all I could do is go back and sit in my room and just sit there and look stupid. I'm a kid. And I'm just telling you what happened to me. You didn't do about it. And plus, I still had to see the person coming in and out of my house. You're still friends with that person. So do you believe that the, the violent person you went on to become is a, you were a product of your own childhood? I mean, everybody have choices. So I can't just blame all that on my mom because I was still an adult. Maybe I should have tried hard to get over that, but anybody who knows me, that touching the kids, the molesters, that no, no. If that's one thing I definitely would have killed over, it would have always been that. It's like, I grew up every day. I even tried to talk to my mom when I got in my mid-20s. She had strokes and things like that, and I'm like, Mom, she could barely talk. You could barely talk. She had so many strokes, and I'm telling you what my problem was always with you. The hitting and all that. I just asked you to do something. The person living around the corner on this particular time, it was just a woman named. She lived around the corner. She want to walk around like she big and bad all day. My mama, you, you, you big and bad. Everybody's scared of you. 
But when I come to you with some real and I tell you what happened to me, you didn't walk your around that corner and do to that woman like a coward. emphasize this enough if this situation triggered you please schedule an appointment with the therapist i get it that was a rough rough clip and i need you to know i'm right here with you cheering you on in hopes that you will get healthy because that is an extreme but it's what it can look like when we do not get healthy i'm right here with you So we're going to go over in our session a little bit today because I need to know that you're okay. I'm going to teach you something called a grounding technique. Please follow along with me. Hmm. Do you hear the sound of the ocean? Take a moment to breathe in through your nose. Hold it, hold it, hold it. Now release out of your mouth. Let's do it again. Breathe in through your nose. Hold it, hold it. Now release out your mouth. Mm, I know that was heavy and I need you to know that I'm here with you. We're gonna pause for a moment so that I can teach you a technique. If you're sitting in a chair, I want you to grab a hold of the arms of the chair. If the chair doesn't have arms, I'd like you to grab the seat while you're sitting in the chair. Keep breathing in through your nose and out through your mouth. In through your nose, two, three, four, five. Now release out of your mouth. Picture yourself sitting at the beach, taking in the refreshing air and releasing it out of your mouth. Keep breathing, keep breathing. In through your nose and out through your mouth. Challenge yourself to visualize the colors of the ocean. Keep breathing in through your nose and out through your mouth. Think about aqua, teal, turquoise, hunter green, and lime green. In through your nose and out through your mouth. In your chair, take in the sounds of the ocean in through your nose and out through your mouth. Feel the breeze of the ocean. Picture yourself standing in front of the ocean, feeling the breeze. And as I speak these words over you, peace, refreshment, calm, rest, soothing, tranquility, serene, relaxation. We speak peace, refreshment, 
calm, rest, soothing, tranquility, serene, and relaxation. I totally get it. If you've experienced something traumatic, then you may very well be hurt. And that hurt might look like anger. I need you to know that it's 100% normal for you to have feelings of hurt and anger. Your anger is valid. And you have the right to feel that way. Anger isn't a bad thing when you use it to bring about a change. It can help you to hone in on the change that's needed for you and for those after you so that y'all can all experience the healing. But it starts with you. Hear my heart when I say this. Conviction without action produces a generational pattern. Let me say that again. Conviction without action produces a generational pattern. Hey there, it's Therapist Tierra. And if you enjoyed this podcast, click subscribe and share it with one person. You can find this podcast and others by searching at Therapist Tierra on Apple and Spotify. You know what? I'm on just about any other podcast platform right now. (laughs) Let's agree to break these generational patterns together. See you soon. Bye.